welcome to So Sorry for Your Loss, a podcast about grief and loss and the laughter and growth that you can have along the way. I'm your host, Gianna Demedio. Right now, we are 100 days out from our wedding, and it makes me reflect on how our engagement went down in the first place. The week leading up to it held many clues that my father was celebrating along with us, and in fact, he almost spoiled the entire surprise. There were little things happening that I couldn't help but notice. I started seeing more signs of him, thinking of random memories. And on Sunday prior to the engagement, Mark and I spent the day at the beach with his family and my mom. It was one of the most beautiful days of the summer, but I was miserable. I couldn't shake it. I erupted into tears on the beach and climbed into Mark's beach chair for him to console me. It felt different. It wasn't my usual sadness. I felt like my dad was so close and I didn't understand why I couldn't just get to him. I felt this piercing sense of frustration and hopelessness. Mark eventually helped me up and brought me to the water's edge. He reminded me that I was the only one sad and that my dad was happy. He was here in this very place at a beautiful beach, but just on the other side of heaven's gates. That night when I got home, I was wrestling through my home office to find something and stumbled upon a photo of my dad absolutely beaming. He was at my hospital bedside, post-appendectomy my freshman year of college. I look incredibly upset about the situation, but he, playful and happy, just so thrilled that his baby girl made it through surgery. That night, to make things even weirder, I was kept awake by the sound of his laugh. I heard it as clear as day at one point, as if he were just in the other room. I stared at the ceiling just thinking, where are you? What are you trying to say to me? The next day, I walked around our house and it was like all of the pictures of my dad were five times larger than usual. I couldn't not look at them. He looked happy. He looked good. It was like I was seeing these pictures in a new light. I lay on the bed taking a moment to process everything. I said to Mark, I don't understand what's going on. I know he's really happy. I could feel that so overwhelmingly lately, but I'm not happy. I have such a feeling of angst, like I'm trying to reach the top of a shelf and I just can't. It gets even more intense. That night, my dad's dear friend, Robin Gupta, AKA Guppy, texted me out of the blue. And I am dead serious about this text. I will post it on the blog to prove it. It read, gee, it's time. You have the world on a string. Your dad wants you to enjoy it completely without feeling any more sadness. I think he wants me to text you that. I mean, seriously? My jaw hit the floor. I dug my nails into Mark's legs as we sat on the couch. There's a theme here. Mark gets beat up pretty bad from my sadness, poor guy. I read him the text aloud and he admitted that this was getting pretty weird. Little did I know he was actually freaking out on the inside that my dad was responding to his plan from afar. 
Two days later, I woke up in the morning and rolled over to nestle myself into Mark's chest like I always do. He was actually awake, which was strange, but he started showering me with kisses and I love yous, which was not strange. I know, I'm a lucky girl. Eventually, the conversation turned more serious. I wanna love you forever, he said, and I wanna spend the rest of my life with you. He slid off the side of the bed, pulled out a ring box, and in the comfort of our own bedroom, with the sun rising beside us, he asked me to marry him. As you can imagine, I popped right up in bed. I screamed and all I could say was, what, are you serious? The rest of the day was filled with surprises and was by far the best day of my life. And there was another thing that was quite a surprise. Leading up to the engagement, I thought that day would be hard to stomach without my father here to share in the emotional and special time. But I shed not one tear. Shocking, right? Especially since I had convinced myself that an engagement would be horrible no matter what, since my father wouldn't be there. The summer that he passed, the thought of engagement turned into a torturous occasion for me. I wanted to rush it. No, the better way to explain that is, I wanted to get it over with. I'm already sad, I'd say to Mark. And when we get engaged, I'm going to be really freaking sad because he's not here. So can we just do it now instead of me getting better and happier and then ruining it with an engagement? Because it's going to be awful no matter what. Yeah, I would say that. Like, at least once a week. How horrible. Honestly, I'm lucky Mark still even wants to be with me. But there was no distracting me from that thought process. I thought that made complete sense. Time and healing were the only things that could prepare me for when the magical day actually happened. Don't tell Mark I said that, because he was essentially right. Thanks for listening to So Sorry for Your Loss. Check out the blog at www.giannademedio.com ssfyl and connect with me on social. You can find it on the site. Thanks.